0: Welcome back to the World Cross Bucket Podcast. Tanner Deming here with y'all as always. Another schedule preview for y'all today. The St. Joseph's Hawks. They've released their 2020 schedule. Coming off a 7-7 and overall season last year in 2019. They went 3-3 in the NEC. Missed the NEC by one NEC conference tournament by one game. Losing to Mount St. Mary's 6-7. to in the last game of their season. They will start their 29th or 2020 season. On the road against St. Bonaventure. On February 8th. Before playing Penn State. At Penn State on February 15th. It's the first matchup between Penn State. Um, since they were both in the CAA. Back in 2008. And 13, a little old CAA rivalry being renewed. They will then have a two-game homestand on February 18th and February 23rd, playing Delaware and Providence. They end the month of February on the road at Monmouth. And then they will be in the Philly 4 showcase, which includes... St. Joseph's, Drexel, Penn, and Villanova. On the 6th at the Philly Four Showcase, this one will be at Penn, St. Joseph's, and Drexel. And then St. Joseph's will host Penn on March 8th. That's Sunday. The St. Joseph's Hawks begin NEC play on March 14th at Bryant, they will then go to Merrimack, their first time playing Merrimack as they enter Division One and the NEC this season. On March 21st, St. Joseph's then plays Mount St. Mary's, the team that um, knocked them out of contention for the NEC tournament last season. Uh, They'll face them. At St. Joseph's this year on March 28th. Then the Hawks will play Robert Morris on April 4th. To open up their April slate of games. They will be against Sacred Heart at home on April 11th. At NJIT on April 18th. And playing LIU at home on April 25th. Another team entering... Division 1 ranks in the NEC in 2020. Some key games here for the Hawks, Penn State, their first meeting since 2013, former CAA um, rivals, and Penn State coming off a very good season and looking to get back to championship weekend again here in 2020. Saint Joseph's has never beaten the the Nittany Lions. At Monmouth on February twenty ninth, this is one um you no know, Monmouth lost last season against Saint Joseph's. Eight to six, goalie Mike Adler went off, um, had Ten saves in the win was the deciding factor there. So St. Joseph's looking to get another win over Monmouth with a second straight in a row. Then at the Philly four lacrosse classic, they will face Drexel. Uh the Hawks looking to avenge a seven to ten loss last season. Looking to get their third all-time win against the Dragons. These two have played. Each year since 1993, uh, St. Joseph's last win coming in 2018. That one's on March 6th. On March 28th, Mount St. Mary's, it's a big one. They knocked the Hawks out of contention for the NEC tournament last season with that narrow 7-6 loss. I should say defeat. St. Joseph's looking to take down Mount St. Mary's at home and return their streak. Um, Last year, that loss ended a five-game winning streak against the Mountaineers for the Hawks. So they're looking to avenge last year's loss, possibly start up a new streak against the Mountaineers. Looking at what? this St. Joseph's team brings back in 2020. Nate Patterson, junior attackman, was the leading scorer. 18 goals, 22 assists last season. Ryan Doran, a sophomore attackman, 18 goals, 11 assists last season. Also a big key returner. Just two of the many young players they have coming back on this Offensive side of the ball and got a lot of young guys coming back all around uh, goalie Mike Adler coming back as a junior the Phil Lauderdale Florida native and brother of General Outlaws face-off man Max Adler. So he's coming back. They got a lot coming back really all over the place a lot of youth coming in to this season should be a decent year for St. Joseph's. uh, Probably be on the fringe of making the NEC tournament once again. Now one thing I do want to mention. This year the NEC tournament is much different. So there are two divisions. The East and the West division. And what that will... uh, So basically they play everybody in their division. You have five teams in your division. You play everybody else in your division. And you play, I believe it's three crossover games. Yeah, you play three three crossover games. Oh, no, two. Yeah, three crossover games. The four other teams in your division and three crossover games. Seven conference games. Uh, That will be how the NEC goes from now on. Would love to see some other conferences get into that as more teams add lacrosse. Obviously, with adding LIU and Merrimack and NJIT this year, that created a situation where the NEC is now the biggest conference in lacrosse with 10 teams. You can't have nine conference games. That is just way too much. Kills. Kill you non-con player, especially in a conference like the NEC, where your in conference is not gonna help you that much every single year. So doing this really does help some of those top programs. Looking at Saint Joseph's schedule, um, there's a lot of games on this schedule that I really, you know, it, it it's kind of a flip of a coin type thing um, because of how some teams did last season. Um you know, the only two you know surefire losses that I see on this schedule are Penn State and Penn. Now, you can add Delaware in there as well as you if you would like um Drexel as well, maybe a Robert Morris. I think this is a team they get maybe two three losses in conference again this season, so you have seven games you have three in con- three in-conference losses. That'd be a 4-3 conference record. I don't know if that would get you in the tournament. Um, kind of what they're doing with the tournament, they have a play-in game to play that top seed um, this year. So it's going to be a little different. And it doesn't matter, like, your division, really. Um the top seed goes where the top seed goes, and it doesn't really matter what division you're in, so if you have a better record than this team is is kind of how it's been explained that they're gonna go about this tournament so this year you know in conference games are gonna matter a lot because of that, and you're not playing everybody as well so looking at the schedule i th- you know I think they should get um should beat St. Bonaventure. Should beat Providence. Monmouth, that one is, it, it is up in the air a little bit as well as, 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 as are a lot of these games. In um, conference, you know, Merrimack and LIU, while they were both good D2 programs, and Merrimack is coming off uh, two straight D2 championships, we don't know what those teams are going to do in Division One. Now, Merrimack and LIU both have some great players that can compete at the at the Division I level, but as a team, what are they gonna do? How are they approaching this? So that's definitely something to look at. And really the NEC as a whole is kind of a conference issue that in really a lot of you that you're looking at and there's not really a clear cut favorite. You know, in the past there's been Bryant that's been up at the top of there. Robert Morris has been at the top of there. They weren't particularly good Last year until the end of the season when they went on that big run. Um, A Sacred Heart team has the possibility. Mount St. Mary's, that program is getting better every single year. Bryant, they still have Mike Pressler as their head coach. And a lot of talent on that roster. So this is going to be a team you're looking at. Definitely some losses in conference. Like I said, I'm suspecting three to four At the most, five losses in conference. Um, And that would even be a stretch because I don't see them losing to NJIT. I don't see them losing to, well, LIU, Merrimack, you don't know. Uh, Sacred Heart, I can see them beating them. They lose a lot from last year. This is going to be an interesting year for not only St. Joseph's, but the NEC as a whole. So... Looking at their schedule as a whole, you know they went 7-7 seven and seven last year. They have a very similar schedule um, to last season. They only dropped Fairfield, and they add Penn State. It's non-con, that's all they do. Um, everybody else is the same, except they don't play Hobart in conference, and they don't play Wagner in conference. So those are the only three games that are different, and they add some of the NEC opponents. So, looking, they have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13. They have 14 games. No, I said they go 7, 7, 8, and 6. Is, uh, sounds about right. Losses to Penn State, Delaware, Penn, Drexel, it's that's three losses right there. Uh say so they lose to Mount Saint Mary's and one or two more uh NEC opponents. Seven seven eight eight six. Somewhere in that range is where I see the Saint Joseph's team in twenty twenty. That is all. For the Lacrosse Bucket podcast schedule preview, St. Joseph's Hawks. Again, thank you for listening. Find us at lacrossebucket.com. On social media, at lacrossebucket. My personal, at Tanner underscore Demling. Again, lacrossebucket.com. Where it's always, lacrosse season.